In this section, we will discuss the importance and role of veterinary personnel in disease reporting and surveillance of zoonotic diseases. In addition to raising awareness and promoting prevention about zoonotic diseases, another important role of veterinary personnel in regards to zoonoses is enhancing detection. This involves remaining alert for signs of illness, but also encouraging diagnostic testing, reporting certain zoonoses, and contributing to surveillance programs. These efforts not only help to improve the understanding of disease incidence, ecology, and epidemiology to detect outbreaks and to protect public and animal health, but they are also essential in the surveillance and detection of novel pathogens or intentionally released agents. The reporting of certain diseases, including several that are zoonotic, occurs for animals and people. In the United States, each state has the authority to regulate reporting of diseases. Additionally, disease reporting may occur at the national and international level. Some areas may have local reporting requirements. The two systems remain mostly independent, but there is growing effort to use more of a One Health approach with collaborative efforts between animal health, human health, wildlife services, and environmental health for reportable zoonotic diseases. I will share a few examples later in the presentation. States have regulatory authority over animal health issues within their borders. The particular regulatory agency within the state can vary, but is generally within the state's Department of Agriculture or Board of Animal Health. The state animal health official, or SAHO, is usually a veterinarian and is responsible for maintaining animal health within their state. The exact duties performed by the SAHO can vary from state to state, but involves the coordination of programs and activities to reduce or eliminate the spread of animal disease within his or her state. The SAHO generally works closely with the USDA Area Veterinarian in Charge, or, or AVIC, that is designated for their state for matters of regional or national importance. Most states also have a designated state public health veterinarian that often works in a state's Department of Health or Public Health. He or she serves as liaison for human health and animal health issues and works closely with the SAHO, AVIC, the state human health official, as well as national agencies and personnel. Certain animal diseases are reportable at the international level. For animal diseases, this notification goes to the World Organization for Animal Health, or OIE. On the human side, diseases are monitored by the state's Department of Health and or the Department of Public Health. State public health agencies report certain human diseases to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, or CDC, through the National Notifiable Diseases Surveillance System. The CDC, a division of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, maintains a list of these nationally notifiable infectious conditions of humans, many of which are zoonotic in nature. As with animal diseases, some human diseases are reportable at the international level. This notification goes to the World Health Organization, or WHO. It is important to know who to contact when you suspect, diagnose, or just have questions about reportable zoonotic diseases. You should know who your state animal health official state public health veterinarian, and USDA area veterinarian in charge are. Take a few minutes now to find these contacts for your state. Jot down their name and phone number and place it in an easily accessible location.
Listings for state animal health officials, state public health veterinarians, and USDA area veterinarians in charge can be found in the resource library of the course or at the provided URLs. The reportable disease lists for people and animals are also mostly independent. Certain zoonotic diseases may be reportable upon suspicion or diagnosis in animals as well as people. Rabies is a familiar one, but other zoonoses such as Q fever, psittacosis, and others are reportable. Reportable disease listings may include diseases that are monitored or regulated nationally, such as brucellosis or tuberculosis as well as transboundary or emerging diseases not currently found in the U.S., such as avian influenza, glanders, Nipah virus, and Rift Valley fever. Some require mandatory reporting. Others are voluntary. Diseases are also reported under different time frames, depending on the need for control measures. Some are immediate. Some are within 24 to 48 hours. This slide shows a listing of some of the zoonotic diseases that are considered reportable nationally in the United States for animals and humans. As you can see, some diseases are unique to each group. Some overlap. Those bolded can involve livestock or poultry. State animal disease listings and reporting requirements for veterinarians vary across the country, but include those listed internationally and nationally, as well as others relevant to the state or region. For example, contagious ecthyma, or ORF, is reportable in Ohio, but not in New York. Reportable animal disease lists and requirements for your state can be found in your state's statutes or regulations or on the state's animal health website. It is important you become familiar with the reportable animal disease list and requirements for your state. And if you diagnose or suspect one of these diseases, to notify your state animal health official immediately. States voluntarily submit disease occurrence data to the U.S. Department of Agriculture on a monthly basis through the National Animal Health Reporting System. This step is an important component for animal disease surveillance in the United States, particularly for the diseases listed by the World Organization for Animal Health, or OIE. Most of these listed diseases are solely animal health issues, but several are zoonotic in nature and occur in varying degrees throughout the United States, such as anthrax, Q fever, rabies, brucellosis, and tuberculosis. There is no uniform national system for animal disease reporting in the United States. However, accredited veterinarians must report certain conditions to APHIS and their state animal health official, including diagnosed or suspected cases of diseases for which USDA has a control or eradication program, as well as diseases not known to exist in the United States. Together, these two categories cover most, but not all, OIE-listed diseases. A national list of reportable animal diseases can be found on the USDA website. It is also available in the course resource library. Authority for the national list of reportable animal diseases comes primarily from the Animal Health Protection Act. Most of these are solely animal health diseases that fall within several categories, such as monitored, foreign or emerging, regulated, and notifiable. Reporting requirements range from immediate notification to intermittent reporting timelines. In April 2020, the USDA APHIS proposed a new national list of reportable animal diseases to provide a consolidated, comprehensive set of guidelines for reportable diseases. The listing has not been published and distributed yet, but it is meant to streamline state and federal cooperative animal disease detection, response, and control efforts. 
The proposed rule contains explicit instructions on animal disease reporting, including which diseases need to be reported to state and federal officials, how quickly they need to be reported, who needs to report them, and who receives the reports. The OIE listing of notifiable animal diseases includes several high-consequence animal diseases at the international level. The list is maintained by the World Organization for Animal Health, or OIE, and covers both terrestrial and aquatic animal diseases. It is developed with input by member countries and updated annually. For 2020, 117 animal diseases, infections, and infestations were listed. The occurrence of these listed diseases can restrict or prevent trade of animals or animal products. Several are zoonotic and have human health impacts. The OIE collects and distributes the information on disease presence or absence in each member country in order to minimize transboundary spread. This slide shows a few examples of OIE listed diseases for cattle, sheep and goats, swine, equine, and avian species. The complete listing can be found on the OIE website, as well as the resource library of the course. Every six months, the USDA provides a report to the OIE describing the current status of the U.S. for each listed disease. Those with red boxes are zoonotic in nature. This slide provides an overview of the layers in the disease reporting pathway for animals that we just discussed. As you can see, your role in detecting and reporting is essential. It is important you are familiar with state, national, and international listings of reportable and notifiable diseases for animals. You are likely familiar with many of these already, but lists do change, so it's important to keep up to date. Disease reporting is one of your responsibilities as a veterinarian. If you diagnose or suspect a reportable disease, notify your state animal health official and federal area veterinarian in charge immediately. Additionally, if a unique disease situation presents itself, and you're unsure about the actions to be taken or any requirements for handling the disease appropriately, reach out to your SAHO, AVIC, or State Public Health Veterinarian. Take a moment to find and print the reportable animal disease listing for your state. This listing can generally be found with a quick Google search or by visiting your state animal health website. Additionally, find and print the USDA National List of Reportable Animal Diseases and the OIE listing of notifiable diseases. Both of these documents are available in the course in the resource library. As previously mentioned, there are similar disease reporting lists for people. We won't cover these in as much detail since the detection and reporting requirements are addressed by human health and public health providers. But it is important to be aware of this process as well as where to find information, particularly related to zoonotic diseases. This slide provides an overview of the layers in the disease reporting pathway for people. It is similar in scope to the animal disease reporting pathway, with practitioners and laboratories reporting to local and state agencies. These agencies in turn report certain human diseases to the CDC through the National Notifiable Diseases Surveillance System. The CDC subsequently reports certain diseases to the international entity, the World Health Organization. There are distinct differences between reportable and notifiable diseases for humans. For reportable diseases, mandatory reporting to the state is required of healthcare professionals. This information includes personal identifiers in the event that case tracing is needed for disease control and prevention efforts. Each state maintains its own list of reportable diseases and it can change over time. 
Notifiable diseases are those which states and territories voluntarily submit disease data to the CDC. This data is submitted in aggregate form. This slide shows one example of a human communicable and infectious disease listing, in this case for the state of Iowa. As you can see, the method and reporting time frame can vary depending on the disease of concern, but many listed are zoonotic in nature. Local and state reportable disease lists also include any nationally listed diseases. The list of national notifiable conditions is reviewed and modified annually by the CDC and the Council of State and Territorial Epidemiologists, or CSTE. Weekly and annual reports of cases of selected infectious diseases are available online from the National Notifiable Disease Surveillance System. This table lists some notifiable diseases for people that are zoonotic and the number of cases reported for 2018, the most current data available when this presentation was developed. As we would expect, the majority of cases are related to enteric pathogens. However, cases we may often consider unlikely, such as Q fever, brucellosis, even leptospirosis and rabies do occur each year, and likely many zoonotic infections in humans often go un unreported. Despite these disease lists, the overall reporting of most zoonotic diseases is limited. Therefore, many are underreported or not reported for humans and animals. However, surveillance and monitoring programs exist for many of these diseases in efforts to improve coordination between animal health, human health, and environmental health, or a One Health approach, is growing. Of course, you may already be aware of animal health surveillance programs administered through the U.S. Department of Agriculture to protect animal health. Several address important zoonotic diseases as well. For poultry, surveillance programs exist for avian influenza and virulent Newcastle disease. For cattle, tuberculosis, brucellosis, and bovine spongiform encephalopathy. For equine, the viruses that cause eastern, western, and Venezuela equine encephalitis, West Nile virus, and vesicular stomatitis. In sheep and goats, diseases such as Campylobacter, Toxoplasmosis, and Salmonella are monitored. And for swine, swine brucellosis and variant influenzas. In addition to zoonotic disease reporting, it is important to be aware of and contribute when possible to these disease surveillance and monitoring efforts. The CDC maintains the National Outbreak Reporting System, which includes the Animal Contact Outbreak Surveillance System. The NORS online dashboard provides interactive maps, graphs, and charts to help you learn about outbreaks reported to the CDC since 2009. So for example, this shows data for animal contact outbreaks between 2009 and 2018. Outbreak occurrences are shown by state, number per year, number per month, as well as outcomes, including illnesses, hospitalizations, and death. Data can also be modified to show select etiologies, such as shown on this slide for cryptosporidium. Efforts to improve coordination between animal health human health and environmental health, or a One Health approach, are growing. As we previously discussed, One Health is a concept that the health of animals, people, and the environment are linked, and as such requires a collaborative, multidisciplinary approach in action. This collaborative effort has been growing in the approach to detection and surveillance for zoonotic diseases as well. The USDA, CDC, and U.S. Department of Interior all have One Health divisions that coordinate with local and state animal health and human health during zoonotic disease outbreak situations, as well as manage various surveillance programs. Let's look at a few examples. 
Of course, a collaborative effort you may be aware of is NARMS, the National Antimicrobial Resistant Monitoring System for Enteric Bacteria. It was established in 1996 and is a collaboration among state and local public health departments, the CDC, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. This national public health surveillance system tracks changes in the antimicrobial susceptibility of certain enteric bacteria found in ill people, retail meats, and food animals in the United States. Another surveillance program includes FoodNet, the Foodborne Diseases Active Surveillance Network, a collaboration of CDC, the USDA Food Safety Inspection Service, and the Food and Drug Administration, which conducts surveillance for a variety of foodborne illness-causing organisms, such as Campylobacter, Listeria, Salmonella, and Shigatoxin-producing E. coli. And data, as shown on the slide from the most recent report covering 2016 to 2019, indicates that these foodborne events and pathogens remain an important health threat. Another example is ArboNet, a national arboviral surveillance system managed by the CDC and state health departments. Data on human disease, veterinary cases, mosquitoes, dead birds, and sentinel animals is gathered. For example, this map shows the distribution of West Nile virus cases in people in the dark green and animals in the light green in 2020. ArboNet data can also be filtered for diseases including Eastern Equine Encephalitis, St. Louis Encephalitis, and others. Collaborative efforts at surveillance and outbreak investigations between human and animal health agencies at the local, state, and federal level have also included investigations and educational campaigns related to several multi-state outbreaks of salmonella linked to poultry and backyard flocks, as well as an outbreak associated with dairy calves. Efforts to monitor, detect, and investigate variant influenza virus infections, as well as human health monitoring during incidents of highly pathogenic or low pathogenicity avian influenza outbreaks. More recently, collaboration occurred during two cases of RB51 infections associated with the consumption of raw milk, the first time this was ever reported in the U.S. A final collaborative effort I will share with you occurred in 2017 when the CDC, USDA, and U.S. Department of Interior organized a One Health Zoonotic Disease Prioritization Workshop to further join efforts to address zoonotic disease challenges in the United States. Participants from each of these agencies determined a list of eight priority zoonotic diseases to be jointly addressed by human, animal, and environmental health sectors. Criteria to rank these zoonotic diseases included their pandemic or epidemic potential, the severity of each disease in humans, domestic animals, and wildlife, the potential economic impact of each disease in the United States, the potential for introduction or increased transmission of the disease within the U.S., and the potential of the disease to be used for bioterrorism. The top eight priority zoonotic diseases were identified as zoonotic influenza viruses, salmonellosis, West Nile virus, plague, emerging coronaviruses, including Middle East respiratory virus or MERS, and severe acute respiratory syndrome or SARS, rabies, brucellosis, and Lyme disease. Many of these involve livestock and poultry species, either as hosts or reservoir species, emphasizing the need for zoonosis awareness and prevention in rural communities. A link to this report can be found in the resource section of this course. So as you can see, your role in detecting animal and zoonotic diseases is important. 
If you diagnose or suspect a reportable disease, notify your state animal health official and federal area veterinarian charge immediately. In the next section, I will share with you several resources that have been developed and are available to you to help you communicate with clients and your community about zoonotic disease risks and prevention.